Welcome to the Creative Entrepreneur Podcast, where mindset and marketing meet purpose, passion, and profits. I'm Bob Baker, and if you're a creative entrepreneur or someone who runs a heart-centered business, you're in the right place. To get a free collection of sample chapters from my books and audiobooks, just pay a quick visit to promoteyourcreativity.com. That's promoteyourcreativity.com. Now, enjoy the episode. Hey, it's Bob Baker here saying welcome to part 28 of 30 Ways to Become an Empowered Artist. I can't believe I'm almost at the end of the series. This has been fun. I hope you've been enjoying all these videos and audio podcasts. And if you happen to be listening or watching this on the day I post it, that means there's only a couple days left of my first ever fan funding campaign for a new book called The Empowered Artist. So I would love for you to click the link above or below the video or somewhere on the page or description to find out more about it. Because I'm on a mission to wake up creative people like you and kind of slap them upside the head and say, don't you realize your brilliance and the value that you bring to the world? Stop selling yourself short. Wake up! And this book and this movement is just one way that I'm doing that. So please click the link to find out more about it because time's about to run out. So in this segment, I want to talk about a really, really important thing. It's about goal setting. It's about getting things done. It's about being productive and effective. It's also about living a fulfilling life. That's a lot of ground to cover in one short video or audio, but I'm going to do it anyway. So let me share my perspective on goal setting and to-do lists and life purpose and all this stuff. So basically, when you need to get things done, of course you have to do daily tasks on a regular basis. This is your to-do list kind of stuff. It's the busy work of our day-to-day lives. So I'm going to talk about this three-stage framework, and this sort of busy daily task is on the bottom level. This consists of the activities that we do on a daily basis to get things done. It's emails you send, blog posts you write, videos you record, phone calls that you make, errands you run, on and on. And we've got to take these steps every day to make progress in our lives. But this is just the bottom layer. And so the problem is a lot of people sort of get busy doing things. But if it's all random and it's not connected to sort of a bigger picture or goal... You end up doing a lot of stuff, but just spinning your wheels and not making progress. So the thing that makes your sort of bottom level daily task work a lot more effectively is when they are attached to specific goals. And that's what is at the second layer of this three layered framework that I'm talking about. And as you've probably heard before, the most effective goals should be specific and measurable. That means that you should know whether you've reached the goal or fallen short or surpassed it. So saying I want to sell a whole bunch of music downloads or a boatload of books isn't very specific or measurable. How do you know when you've reached boatload status? So that's why it helps to have a number attached and even a deadline. I'd like to sell 200 books by August 1st of such and such a year. So that's specific and measurable. When that date rolls around, you can count up the total and know, oh, I hit the goal. Well, I was a little bit short or hell, I sold three times as many. But for me, specific goals lead to more specific actions that you take to reach the goal. So if you're just operating at these two levels with specific goals and then action steps related to them, you're doing much better than like 95% of the population. So congratulations if you're already doing that. 
But there's this third higher level that I think is crucial for this whole thing to work. And that's your big picture mission. It's your big why. We talked about that in an earlier segment a little bit. But what's the real reason that you're doing all this stuff? What motivates you? What is inspiring you to do this? That's your life's purpose or your grander mission. For you as a musician, it might be to help people forget their worries and just have a good time for a couple of hours. If you're an author, it might be that your book on depression will help people that are going through that know that they're not alone and there's a way out of it. If you're a novelist or a filmmaker, it could be just to uplift people through the inspiring story that you want to tell. A mission is going to be different for every person, but usually it has something to do with being in the service of others. It's how you're going to touch people and either uplift them or connect with them or make them feel a certain way. And that's at the top of everything. So really, this whole three-step process or framework, it really starts with the mission. You got to know what's your real purpose for doing all this stuff. I don't think it's just to sell X number of books or X number of music downloads. What's that greater purpose that you want to do to serve humanity through your art? That's where you start. Once you're clear on what that mission and what your purpose is in life, then you set goals based on that mission. What are some specific and measurable milestones that you can hit along the way to serve that purpose? You can reach more and more people. Once you've established what those specific and measurable goals are, then you can figure out the daily and weekly tasks and activities that you need to engage in to be able to reach those goals, which then help you fuel the mission. You see how this works? I'm just going to quickly add a couple of nuances to this, and then we'll wrap this one up. But when it comes to the daily tasks, don't make the mistake of confusing projects from action steps. This is something that I learned from David Allen's book, Getting Things Done. A project consists of multiple steps, multiple actions, like redesigning the website. That's a project. If you put that on your to-do list, you'll feel overwhelmed because there's so many components to it. So instead, on your daily to-do list, only put the next action step on there, like call the designer, choose a template, update the about page, some little specific action that you can get done and not be overwhelmed by. Okay, so don't put projects on your daily to-do list, only the very next action step related to that project. And then when it comes to goals, there's a lot of focus, as I mentioned, on it being specific and measurable. But a key thing I've learned is being flexible. The plans that you create and the goals that you set will evolve over time. As you're getting busy and interacting with the world, you will discover things that you hadn't anticipated that will lead you down new avenues and new opportunities that quite often are even better than the original vision that you had for your art and for your life. So when you have this mission, whatever that is for you, there are many ways that that can manifest in the real world. Like, for instance, you might think, oh, I need to be an author to write about this topic to live my mission to help people do this and that. But along the way, you might find that it's more satisfying for you to deliver that as a speaker or as a consultant or in some other manner. You're still living the mission, but the way that it shows up in the world is different than maybe your original intention. And that's okay. And for that to unfold naturally, you've got to be flexible. You've got to be open-minded and not too rigid in your thinking about how your life is going to unfold. So that's my best advice on goal setting and productivity and living a fulfilled life. Start with your big why, your big mission, your purpose in life. Figure out some specific goals and benchmarks and milestones that you can set to be able to fulfill that mission. And then your daily tasks, the things you put on your to-do list, support the goals that you've set. 
Don't overwhelm yourself with those daily tasks by putting projects instead of action steps. And then as you take action, be flexible. Pay attention to the feedback that you're getting and then adjust as necessary. Does that make sense to you? I hope so. I think if you follow this advice, you will be well on your way to becoming a more empowered artist. So if you enjoyed this segment, please share it with a creative friend who could really use this information. And if you're watching or listening on July 2nd, 2014 or sooner, please click the link to find out how you can support the Empowered Artist Movement and Fan Funding Campaign. It's in the final days. And if it's after that date, click the link anyway because there'll be ongoing activities related to the movement. So there'll still be ways that you can get involved. Thanks for watching. I'll be back tomorrow with part 29. We're in the final stretch, folks. We're almost there. Until then, this is Bob Baker saying so long for now.